Now, my favorite crossing and one of my favorite people in radio, Barbara Friedman, talking about what's gone viral. Good morning, Barbara. Morning, Crystal. Yeah, I've decided to talk about Burning Man. I know it's already been discussed quite a bit on the radio and it's all over the news, which is why it's trending. Um, you know, just it's one of those topics that it just raises so many contradictions. You know, we know, you know, it started, what was it, 33 years ago in 1986 when the small group of friends gathered in San Francisco to burn a nine-foot-tall statue on the beach, and it's grown over the years. And we know that it's all, it's meant to be all about community. It's meant to be about gifting. It's not, it's not meant to be about advertising. It's meant to be about all these good, authentic energy. Energy. And yet, as you see it grow into this increasingly kind of bougie, bougie, <laughs> you use that word. Okay, um, you know, it does raise questions. And of course, they are now dealing with this terrible um, flood at Black Rock in the Nevada desert. And there's just something odd about seeing the videos. Listen, it's still 70,000 people that are in are sloshing around in mud and having to limit their food rations. I mean, it feels like some kind of a movie or one of these yeah. sort of uh, post-apocalyptic um, dystopian mm, stories about the wealthy who all kind of ended up in a mud pit yeah. and had to like try and find their way out. And of course, um, the Burning Man officials have put out, you know, they're keeping updated with the, what they call here 2023 Wet Plier Survival Guide, the Plier is that area mm. and um, they've got this whole survival guide on you know the roads you can exit on I mean people are walking out mm. they've got buses that will be helping pe pe pick people up to tell it take them to Reno and the other nearby towns and food they have food you know food yeah space. but I just I, you know I just also wanted to mention one other thing so earlier like last week when the festival was starting um, I don't, didn't get a lot of press attention it got some but I think mm. it's been overtaken by this disaster that has occurred uh, there was a, a protest by Extinction Rebellion at mm. the road going into the festival. And, you know, they, they were basically protesting about things like that the organizers shouldn't be allowing private jets, for example, to be landing in the area for the desert. Um, you know, this based on the environmental footprint and all the other things that are sort of integral to the founding core principles of what Burning Man was about. And there's a video that, you know, has been shared of you know, these people driving in in their massive buckies, just literally driving over this protest and driving over the protesters. And it kind of makes you go, what? You know, these are the core, this is what it's about. It should be about the very principles that Extinction Rebellion are trying to raise here. Yeah. And yet, and yet the, they drive right over them to just, we're going. Yeah, we're so leaving. I just, you know, I do kind of, it makes me go, I don't know, hey. Okay. And I and I also often wonder about Cape Town. I mean, about our Tanqua event, okay. uh, um, uh, the the Africa burn, which I don't you know that. No, I haven't. Okay. Um, and I always I have heard that Africa burn have disassociated themselves from the mothership oh, from from okay. Burning Man. Well, I'd be interested in actually finding out more about that because I don't know the details. Um, but I think this is over these kinds of issues. You know, a lot of people writing and saying, you know, Burning Man is now all about Instagram influencers and billionaires mm. that all want to go. You know, what happened to that energy vibe? Yes. But it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it I, is. The New York Times had a great story, which I actually read last night around, of course, where this is situated. I mean, it's two to three hours near any near airport. You have to walk and this 
massive kind of operation to get people out. Yeah. 70, 000, no, it's, as you say, it's a big operation. And, you know, even if they are the super rich, I mean, they still do, you know, we should be rescuing them. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, you can't airlift 70,000 people out. So I think Same a lot the of them. Buses. Yeah, a lot of them are walking. Oh, yeah. But it is finishing today. Or today yeah. Or well, they, they postponed the burning of the, the man, which was meant to be last oh. night. They postpone that to 9 p.m. Monday, which is obviously not our time. Tuesday I mean, morning. that would be, I don't know, aren't they behind us? They're oh, ahead yeah, of us? six hours. So I think that might have already happened, but okay. it was, instead of the Sunday night, it was going to be the Monday night. There we go. And then we have a, a TikTok something. Uh, I, yeah, I know. I, you know, I know, Shame, I think often when you stand, when you're filling in, I often talk about the TikTok trend, Shame. It's like I subject you to these. <laughs> I just can't get my head around it. So this is this TikTok viral bottle smashing trend. Uh, I mean, what is this all about? It's definitely had mixed reactions um, on the internet. And I th- so I want to just describe what it is. It's people taking bottles. I mean, a lot of them look like full bottles of alcohol. I mm. mean, they're, they're glass bottles. Some of them look like quite expensive bottles of alcohol. And you roll them down stone steps until they smash. And you video this, and it's just the sound of the bottle rolling. And I thought, let's play a bit of a clip just to give people a sense of, and then we'll describe what it's about. Yes, please. That gives a bit of a sense. So what a lot of it is about is what they call ASMR, Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Now, we know ASMR has become a big, big craze at the moment. Um, What is it? It's the sounds that are made, various things make them. I mean, crunching, glass breaking. It's lots of different sounds that they consider to be ASMR which is often described as a relaxing, tingling sensation experienced in the scalp or the spine when you hear these sounds. Not everybody experiences ASMR. Some people do, some people don't. And so you get on YouTube now and on on other platforms, lots of videos of just ASMR sounds that they say you can listen to to calm down. But um, whether that's, I don't know how, how valid that is. And some people find it incredibly pleasant. But, you know, a lot of people are asking the question, what on earth is, you know, it, some people are saying, what a waste. Like, why would you roll bottles, full bottles down the steps and smash them? Who's cleaning up the glass? I mean, my teeth actually. You see, uh, so you're having yeah. exactly the opposite reaction to what apparently the pleasant ASMR response yeah. is. So I just kind of, you know, I suppose for me, it's like, what is this world? What is going on? What? in the world what in the tiktok is going on what is it with all these crazes i really don't understand are people so empty i mean bottles glass bottles. but just these things that you've got a video and then everyone's got to get up their video i just i don't know when i was young <laughs> i don't know even when i was an, a, a young adult mm. i mean i just i mean for me the level of like wastage as well and mess goes against my nature so I don't understand it, but maybe someone younger than me who gets it gets can it. explain. Yeah, but yeah, as always, interesting. And then my third, what's yeah, going viral. I mean, because I think on the one hand, as you say, it also then puts you like you've got the pulse of what's happening globally. Yeah. You might not agree. Yeah, but it, it's yeah, definitely. Food for so thought. the third one, I just had to mention. 
So this is a woman. She's 68 years old. She's a, a, a retired university professor and a granny. And her name is Barbie Oppenheimer. Oh. And so because the Barbie Oppenheimer hashtag has gone absolutely viral yeah. over the summer in the U.S. and globally yes. for, for everyone, she says that she's having a bit of a hard time. Because when she goes into any place and they say, what's your name? She goes, Barbie Oppenheimer. And everyone goes, oh, come on, you're kidding me. Yes. And so the interesting thing about her is that she was born Barbara Burrington. She married um, an Oppenheimer. And she says when she was a young kid, she, she was very choosy about her nicknames before settling on Barbie. She then changed the spelling when she was 12 to B-A-R-B-Y to separate her identity from the ubiquitous doll. And... Um, now, all these years later, 35 years later, she's had a professional career. She works at the Massachusetts General Hospital. She's a professor, clinical associate professor of speech and language, which is interesting considering this is also about kind of words. She actually, the man she married, Donald Oppenheimer, is a distant relative of J. Robert Oppenheimer, funnily enough, the physicist who's in the movie. But I just thought it was kind of just an amusing story of someone who um, – has the name Barbie Oppenheimer and has fulfilled the, the true the true living world of being a hashtag. Fascinating, Barbara. <laughs> Always insightful. Thank you very much. That was Barbara Friedman, our digital content editor here at Cape Talk, talking about what's gone viral.